Love Talk Radio. Spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Would you just slip one hand up and say, Lord, you are welcome in this place. Now lay your hands on yourself. For the Bible says, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And the Spirit of God dwells in you. I want you to lay your hands upon yourself and say, Lord, you are welcome in this place. Say it again, Lord, you are welcome in this place. Now just lift your hands and receive his glorious presence. Kurt, Kurt, come help me, son. Sing this. Lord,
hallelujah, hallelujah. That was Bishop Clarence McClendon, and you are welcome uh, in this place. Hallelujah, hallelujah, and that's what we tell God this morning. Father, you are welcome in this place. You're welcome in our hearts and our minds. You're welcome in our homes, on our jobs, in our cars, everywhere we go. You are welcome in this place because I'm in this place and wherever I am, you are welcome. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Welcome to Jesus in the Morning. I'm your host, Evangelist Barbara Pittman of Freedom Doors Ministries, and I come to you live each weekday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And today is November the 28th. 2023. We headed on into the month of December, and uh, we are celebrating Jesus. Hallelujah. The son of the true and living God, the begotten son of Jehovah, almighty God that have all power. Hallelujah. There's no higher power today. So we're in celebration. And uh, by celebrating, we give gifts, we cook big meals, and uh, we share, we invite others to the big meal, and we just thankful for the opportunity to be able to do this. We're grateful unto Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray the prayer of faith this morning because we realize it's that prayer of faith that makes us whole. For without faith, it's impossible to please God. Yeah, we can't please him if we don't believe. So the main key for us, those of us that come to him, we must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently, faithfully, continually, always seeking him. Hallelujah. It leads us right back to Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him. And he shall direct that path. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. We don't ever want to think we know what the outcome of something is going to be. Because if we're trusting him, we're doing all we can to obey him and to do what's pleasing and acceptable unto him. And this morning, he don't accept any and every old thing. This is why when we come to him, he changes us. For if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things become new. Yeah, he hung out with the sinners, the publicans, the, the prostitutes. He hung out with all these kind of sinful people. But once they came to him, they changed. Yeah, he gave them a new heart, a new mind. And once you get this new heart and new mind, you have a new way of thinking. Uh, you do things different than you used to. Yeah, we're not doing things the same way. Yeah, I don't think the same way. I don't uh, want the same things I used to have, even money, even stuff, even things, all of that changed. Yeah, I don't have to have what the Joneses have. I I, I do have to have what he supplies <laughs> because he supplied my needs according to his riches and glory by his son, Christ Jesus. There's nothing too hard for him to do. He's always there. He will never leave us, nor forsake us. He will be with the believer until the end. Now, that's what he said, and that's what I believe. Hallelujah. 
I called on him in the midnight hour. He was there. I called on him in the morning. He was there. Called on him through uh, through the morning, you know, from, from 12 a.m. to uh, uh, 11 59 a.m. in the month. He was always there. Called on him at noon. Called on him in the afternoon, in the evening, in the night. He was always there. Yeah, always there, waiting patiently to hear what I'm calling upon him for. Sometimes it's just to tell him thank you because he's been good. Just to tell him I love him. Because he's shown me love. Hallelujah. Just to ask him to bless others. Because he loves a cheerful giver. Hallelujah. To ask instructions. Which way to go, Lord? I don't know. Sometimes I've had to ask him what to wear today. Because I don't know what outfit or what dress or what clothes to put on. He's always there for any and everything that we need. Yeah, we just got to go to him. And stop thinking we can figure it out. Stop thinking we can work it out. No way. For without him again this morning, we can do absolutely nothing. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you this morning thanking you for another Tuesday morning. We thank you, Lord, for another week beginning and you included us. We thank you this day that you're on our side in spite of us. We thank you that you look beyond our faults and yet meet our needs. We thank you that you're on our side over and over again. We thank you this day because there's nothing too hard for you to do. We thank you that you're never too busy for us, your people. We thank you that you know your thoughts towards us, nothing evil. Good thoughts. You're going to bring us to an expected end. We thank you this morning that we can rely on you for any and everything. And Father, we come bow down before you this morning and asking that you would forgive us for all our sins, our wrongdoings, our wrong thoughts, our wrong speakings, and our wrong feelings. And though our sins be as scarlet this morning, we ask that you will wash us as white as snow, cleanse us this day from all unrighteousness, and give us a clean heart, O oh God, and renew the right spirit within us. Father, we come before you this morning asking that you would give us a hunger and a thirst for you and your word. Give us a hunger and a thirst to pray more, to communicate with you, to fellowship with you, for there's none like you. We come bow down this morning unto you, O oh God, asking that you would fix our hearts and regulate our minds. Father, you gave us power, love, and a sound mind. Do it for us this morning. We want to draw closer to you. We want to walk up right before you daily. And we don't want anything to separate us from your love. So help us this morning. We stand in the need of you. And again, without your father, we can do nothing. We know that you heard our prayers the first time. Your ears are not deaf and your arms are not too short to reach down. But Father, we need to be encouraged the more. We need to be inspired and uplifted the more in you. And Lord, we want to remember that we've already asked you for what we've asked for. And that now we're standing on your promises 
We're standing on the word, your word, the word of Almighty God, Jehovah. And Father, we ask this morning that you would move according to your word that we're standing on. Move today according to our faith. We believe you this morning. Father, you did it for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You did it for Daniel. You did it for Jonah, God. Hey, Lord Jesus. Hey, thank you. We know that you'll deliver us. You'll deliver us from bills. You'll deliver us from being over-concerned. You'll deliver us from anything that's holding us captive, that's keeping us bound. Set us free this morning. For whom the Son set free is free indeed, and we ask it in your Son Jesus' name that you will set us free today. The Lord, we'll thank right. We'll walk up right before you. And that you would be the God of our lives. We trust you this morning with our whole heart. Because we don't know which way to go. We don't know what to pray for. Only you know. Accept our prayers this morning. Not only accept, but God, we ask that you would answer this day. The Lord, you would show us that not only you heard. Hallelujah. But if it be your will, you're answering. In the name of Jesus. Father, we come this morning asking that you would bless every call and every listener, those coming through the archives and the podcast, whichever way they come through to hear what the Spirit has to say to them, to the church. They are your church this morning. We are your church. And Father, we need you. Can't make it without you. Ask that you would touch and heal those that are sick this morning. You didn't say we had to beg. You said asking and it'll be given. Seeking we'll find. Knock and the door will be open unto us. Father, we're asking you. We're seeking you. We're knocking on your door this morning. For all that we need in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you would touch and heal those that are sick. We know that you heal all manner of sickness and disease, and there's nothing too hard all for you to do this morning. Ease the pain. Take away what the doctor diagnosed. Remove it from everybody in the name of Jesus. You made these bodies. You know all about them. Father, you can operate without a knife. You can speak the word, and everybody will be healed. Do it for us today. Father, you can send your word and your word will heal us. Do it today in the name of Jesus. Stir up the gifts in us, O oh God. That we're working the vineyard while it's day because when night comes, no man can see. Help us this morning. We're leaning and depending on you, but we know no other. Bless those that are incarcerated today. Bless the brethren there, those that have received you and holding up the bloodstained banner that are shining in light so that others can see their way to you. Do it today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we ask that you would bless those that are in every branch of the military. Bless children this morning everywhere. Widowers and bereaved families. Intercessory prayer people praying for others in the name of Jesus. Preachers everywhere preaching in the name of Jesus and obedience unto you and Father, love for your people. Help today, O oh God. Give them their heart's desire. Bless their families and their friends this morning in the name of Jesus. And Father, we ask that you would 
Bless Israel and prosper Jerusalem in the name of Jesus. You know what's best for these people. God, you know what they need this morning, and we ask that you will supply their need. They need you. They need their minds fixed and their hearts regulated. Do it for Israel and Jerusalem in the name of Jesus. Mm. Bless our brothers and sisters everywhere overseas, oh God. Trusting and believing in you. They know no other. And Lord, we ask for a special miracle for those that have to hide from you. Those that are not able to speak your name out loud. Those that can't read the Bible out loud or share your word with others. We ask for a special miracle for them this morning. That you would move in a mighty way in the name of Jesus. We bind up the hand of the enemies against your people everywhere. And we cast whatever spells that the enemy has sent for your people, we cast it back to the pits of hell in the name of Jesus, never to return. And Father, we humbly ask you this morning that you would rebuke it for your sake in the name of Jesus. Thank you this morning. Father, bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here today. Move by your spirit. Bless your people like you have never blessed them here before. Send a word this morning that will heal us all in the name of Jesus and that will draw us closer unto you, that will give us a stronger spirit of obedience unto you and your word today in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you. Let not a word fall on deaf ears. Open your people's spiritual ears this morning so they can hear what the Spirit, your Spirit, the Holy Spirit of Almighty God, Jehovah, have to say to us all. Oh, do it today for your glory. We lift you up right now. We give you glory. We give you honor and praise. And Father, we ask it all in your Son, Jesus Christ's name. Amen and hallelujah. We thank you this morning, for there's none like you. You know the very intent of our hearts today. Help us that our hearts be for you. Nothing else and no one else but you today. In the name of Jesus, we love you this morning. Father, we appreciate you. We're grateful unto you. We know nowhere else to turn. If you don't fix it for us, it can't be fixed today. So we trust you, Lord, with all our heart. We're not leaning to our own understanding. We're acknowledging you. In all our ways, realizing today that you're going to direct our path. Help us to delight ourselves in you. Help us seek first your kingdom and your righteousness. Help us to keep our mind on you this day. In the name of Jesus, we ask it all. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing for your people right now. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we bless your name. Remember Sister Jerry this morning, God, we ask that you would touch and heal her body. Sure that you're God with all power. Sure that it's not what she thinks, all but your will is going to be done in her life. In the name of Jesus. Oh, we give you glory for it right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. Asking everything in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. The songwriter said, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, tell me today 
Where would I be? Where would I be? I thank him this morning. Hallelujah. Because he saw fit for us to be here. Yeah. We could have been anywhere else. Oh, bless his name. But he blessed us to have a mind. Clothed in our right mind. That we know he still exists. He's yet on our side. We have a place in the morning where we can come unto him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So listen, we're going to our next request of the morning, and um, Sister Sion, Sister Dot, and Sister Irene, I got each of your requests in, and uh, I'm so grateful unto the Lord I was able to get it done, because sometimes during the day my mind is running, and then I got personal stuff, you know, for myself I have to get done, and then ministry, and so he blessed me to get those song requests in there. Excuse me. Excuse me. It's a little chilly here this morning. We have heat on over here. <laughs> and so we thank him. We thank him. We thank him. We're going to that next song of the morning. Hallelujah. There's a story of unfailing love that echoes in my heart. There's a promise that you're
Hallelujah. Everything she said is possible through God who gives us strength. And if we remember, he said, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Hallelujah. We are the head this morning and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. I know some. we may not be feeling our best and we may not know uh, what all we'll be able to do for the holidays, but guess what? You can get it all done through Christ who strengthened you. Yeah, you can call those things that are not as though they were. Call them to yourself. Tell them to come on. <laughs> you got to get it done. You can speak those things to yourself. I spoke the truck. I spoke this. I spoke that. And I'm speaking a brand new truck. Yeah, I want another. I need a brand new truck. I want one. So I'm speaking a brand new RAV4, 2024 RAV4. Hallelujah. Toyota. Yeah, I like those those vehicles. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. And he's able. I believe he's willing. I believe with him nothing is impossible. With man it's impossible. But nothing is impossible with God. But we can't just sit around and be hopped up on this thing. Oh, I just want a new truck. I just want a new truck. He heard me the first time when I said, Lord, I want a new truck. He heard me. Even already open doors for me to get it. I'm just waiting. Yeah, I'm waiting until it get closer to 24. <laughs> then I consider it. Yeah. Hallelujah. What day I want to go over there. Because if he give it to me, he, go, he will make the payment. I just have to keep my eyes to the heels from which cometh my help. All of my help comes from the Lord. He made the heavens and the earth. I want him to draw me nearer to him. Yeah, I want my life to be according to his will, not my own. I don't want to walk in Barbara. I want to walk in Jesus, in his spirit, in the spirit of Jehovah God, the Holy Ghost. I want to walk in his spirit, not mine. I want to delight myself in him, not being concerned about what happens after I delight myself in him. Because those are his instructions. Yeah, I want to keep my mind on him. Because then I can treat my brother and my sister right. If I keep my mind on him, I don't have to judge people. If I keep my mind on him, I don't have to have the spirit of gossip. If I keep my mind on him, I don't have to be in other people's business. Because I got more than enough of my own. Please believe me when I tell you. It's people who don't really have nothing really going for themselves that do all this kind of stuff. I'm so busy. If I do it all, boy, look here, in the run of a day, I have to take a year vacation. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I'm grateful unto him. I know him for myself. I'm thankful unto him that my heart desire is him and that his will will be done in my life. And I let go of all this worldly stuff and I trust him. And it's already all right this morning in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, our topic for today is this. This is what we're going to talk about. Some people say Jonah in the belly of the whale. I'm going to say Jonah in the belly of the big fish. Yeah. And what went on with Jonah is this, disobedience. Got him in the belly of the big fish. Some of us are in the belly of the big fish today. 
And the reason we are in the belly of the big fish is because we just simply won't obey God. God has spoken. He, he sent me. He sent his word. He, he told you, but it, it, it just can't be done. That's the way a lot of people figure. It can't be done. I can't do that. Yes, you can. A lot of churches and pastors are in the belly of the big fish. Some are headed to the mouth of the big fish to be swallowed up to go into the belly of the big fish. They won't get out until they decide to fully obey God. We won't get out. I didn't come out that belly until I decided to obey God. For real. When I went to him for real, I didn't go to him in church. The altar was in my bedroom, looking out the window, up into the sky, talking to him. Wasn't sure that's what I was doing, but I tried. Somebody said, Jesus, you're going to find out he's all right. When I went to him from a sincere heart, Nothing fake, nothing somebody had told me, not what I thought of. But I went to him for myself. And I told him what I felt and what I thought. And I asked him for what I wanted. And he delivered. Not a day late, not a second late, not a minute late. He was on time. I never knew I could really do these things. But when I went to him and asked, he gave. He changed me from inside. I couldn't change myself. I couldn't stop doing what I was doing. But when I accepted him and I asked him for more him, I asked him that if he was real, I wanted to be real in him. These things to me. It wasn't about money, prestige, it was other people. It was all about me. Get me right. He got me right. With him, I could get myself right. If I could have gotten myself right, I'd have did it many years ago. I'd have did it in my childhood. But I had no control. And I was out there. Without a father, I had a daddy. The devil was my daddy. And I had to obey my daddy. But when God came, Jehovah sent his son. I accepted his son. I gained a father and a brother. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. I was no longer in bondage. I didn't have no longer have to do but was my daddy, the devil, say I didn't have to do that. I didn't have to lean to my own understanding. I didn't have to rely on my flesh. But now I could walk in the spirit of God. I could walk according to his word. I could talk of his wondrous works and make known his deeds among the people. Because I always hung out somewhere, somehow with people. People was always around. But when I started telling these particular people about the goodness of them, they withdrew. Oh, yeah, I, I ended up by myself. Why? They didn't want to hear that from my mama and be separated. <laughs> hey, Jehovah had become my God, and I was his 
his daughter. Hallelujah. So I started to walk with him and continued. He showed me the gifts that he gave to me, the gift of giving, the gift of love, the gift of caring. He showed these gifts to me. And he let me know it would never be me. It would always be him. Hallelujah. His word holds true. Uh, his word holds true today. And his word will be true forevermore. He's not a lying God. He's not that kind of God. But we fall many times into situations with churches. Uh, we fall into what the pastor said, what the preacher said, what this one said, that one said, and what we think and what we believe. But where we got to fall is into the hands of Almighty God, Jehovah, that have all power. We got to fall into the hands of Almighty God who will bring his son so that the son would be the mediator between us and God. Yeah. We pray the son take it to the father. And see, the son already sifted out. He knows it's no joke. He knows it's sincere. It's from your heart. He's not going to carry no junk, no foolishness, no nonsense to his father. So he take your prayer, he take your wishes <laughs> to the Father. Yeah, it all starts with faith, believing. Yeah, once once this is done, then God can step in and help us. Oh, yes, he can. He can make us over again. This morning again, for if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things has passed away. And behold, all things have become new. And I believe when Apostle, when Apostle Paul said, and all things become new, I believe he said that with excitement. He taught me a lot of things, Apostle Paul. Hey, glory. Mm, thank you. I remember back on those days when I was seeking God, when I was new. And, and, and everything had changed around me. And I didn't believe in tongues. I, 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 a lot of stuff I didn't believe in. But God came and he taught me and he showed me. With me, nothing is impossible. I remember reading a scripture that talks about the word. How to believe it and it's, it's got power to save. And Apostle Paul said it, and I believed it, and he taught me, Barbara, believe the word of God. It's got power to save. That's what saved you. You heard the word of God somewhere before. Yeah, because I was a churchgoer. I, I, I thought I was a Christian. Y'all hear me? I thought I was. I can testify this morning that I had a, a form of godliness. And I was denying the power thereof. <laughs> hey, I honor God with my lips, but my heart was far from it. Yeah. But when I fully found him, because he knew where I was, I didn't know where he was. I heard he was in heaven. I heard he was in the earth. But I wasn't sure. But when I found out and I fully surrendered unto him, he became my Lord and Master. Things change for me, for the good. I remember the day he told me to repent, and afterwards he talked to me, and then he let me know 
I'm going to change your life. I'm going to make your life better than it has ever been. But don't you go back. Because if you go back, that body should surely lay down and never get up again. And listen, this was not no strong feeling I had. This wasn't what I thought it was. This was the voice of Almighty God speaking to me nice and clear, audible, where I could hear and understand. I had 100% clarity. From that day of 1993 to this day of 2023, I have never decided to go back. I have never decided to be out of his will. I have never decided not to be obedient. That don't mean I had some problems along the way. That don't mean my flesh has not reared up. It does not mean I'm perfect and without spots and wrinkles. But it makes me know that I got to strive daily for perfection in him. It lets me know that I got to stay with and pray, Lord, help me to get the spots and wrinkles out of me so that when you return, you'll find me your church without spot or wrinkle. I'm a member of the body of Christ today. I used to just go to the body, you know, just go to church. Now I'm a part of. This morning, I can truly tell you that I've been redeemed. People can say what they want because you know people always talk about you. And any little evil thing somebody say about you, they'll believe that more than they believe the truth about you, something good, you know. They'd rather, they'd rather believe a lie than the truth. But that's neither here nor there for me. Why, Barbara? I know my Redeemer lives. He redeemed me back to him. He found a way through the blood of his son, begotten son, Jesus Christ. And he made me partaker. So what man says, it, it really don't concern me. I'm not really concerned about it. Because my redeemer lives, the one who made me over. I was born again in the water and the spirit. Oh, I feel all right right there. Amen. And I know it for myself. Nobody know you like you. I knew me. I know me now. I know what I was. I know what I was doing. And I was capable of doing. I knew these things. But once I received him as my Lord and Savior, he made me over. His spirit. I asked him to let his spirit live in me forever. Guess what happened? Those things went away. I no longer desired clubbing. I no longer desired crown royal, royal crown, whatever it was. I no longer desired a toke of weed. I know some of weed smokers here done heard them say puff, puff, pass. Yeah, I no longer had puff, puff, and pass nothing. Ooh, I had the true and living God living inside of me. Greater is he. Greater had come for me. So I didn't have to uh, puff weed and drink wine. No, I didn't have to do all that anymore. I didn't have to walk out the door looking like a million dollars because I'm trying to impress people. Uh-uh. Because, you know, when you go to school, they teach you some things. And if you come from the right family, they teach you some things. When you go out, you look your best. I've been told people treat you better when you dress better. Guess what? I'm not concerned. Why, why are you not concerned? Greater. 
Greater is he that lives within me than he that is in the world. When I go out looking like a bomb, let me tell you something. Men want to talk to me. <laughs> See ya. I'm raggedy. How you doing? You're looking pretty. I'm like you're a liar. But they're not lying. That's what they see. Because greater is in me. And they're not coming on to me because of me. It's that anointing I carry. It's that greater that's walking in me. Hallelujah. Every step of the way. I don't got time to impress people. I'm not spending my money buying clothes to impress you. I'm not going to buy a bunch of makeup, wasting my money, and make my face up so you don't say nothing bad or you don't treat me bad. People accept me the way that I am. Uh huh. Because I have something in me that's of worth. <laughs> I have the truth and living God's spirit living on the inside of me. It makes a difference in my life. I remember I went to a neighborhood store. I, I had became an adult. And when I opened my mouth to speak, the owner turned and looked. He was just staring at me. Yeah. Why? There was a calling on my life. And eventually, I was going to accept God and fulfill the call that he called and chose me to do. So it started before I, I started working. And believe it or not, I always worked, but I didn't know. Because I always was a giver, and I always wanted to help people. Housing, clothes, food, that kind, I always wanted to do that. And I always wanted to see people dream fulfilled. I always wanted people to get what they wanted. And the Lord had to teach me the difference between wanting and needing. And many times he would show me not to want what they need. They need a new heart. They need this. That's what he would show me. I would pray for my family, and I wouldn't pray for the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy for them. I wouldn't pray for the big Bentley, the Mercedes for them. I wouldn't pay, pray for money for them, but I would pray that God would save them, sanctify them, fill them with his spirit. Make them over again. Baptize them in the Holy Ghost. Let them go down in the liquid grave, the water. Be baptized by water in the liquid grave and rise in the newness of life. This is the kind of prayers. Because we walk around in our flesh trying to please people. And we, we're not giving God our all. We're not delighting ourselves in him. He can't give you no desires of your heart. We're not keeping our mind on him, so he can't keep you in perfect peace. You're not seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness so he can add these, all these things unto you. No, we're doing some other kind of stuff. We're we, we seeking fleshly stuff, what's in the natural, what tangible, what we can see, feel, and touch. But he's a spirit again this morning. We must become a spiritual people. Go to him in prayer for yourself. Ask him to make you a spiritual daughter, a spiritual son, that he can use in his service to be a blessing unto his people. Ask him, Lord, if I'm in the belly of the well, set me free. I want to obey you. If my church where I attend, if my pastor is in the belly of the well, 
Lord, get us out. Show my pastor the error of his ways. Give him a desire in his heart to walk a right before you and to teach your people the truth. Because if we are not teaching you the truth, we are enemies of God. And he will allow you to hang on, run on a long time. Then all of a sudden the truth comes out. Have you ever heard of a pastor committing suicide? What was wrong with that picture? I can't come out of me. Now, if I really came out in me, it would be thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Ooh, I would have to get a bigger studio. Because the studio would be running over. The chat room would be running over. Because I'm giving people what they want to hear. They're not getting the truth. They're not getting what's going to take them back with Jesus when he comes. They're not getting what's going to prepare them daily to go back with him. I can give them some things that will prepare them daily to make some money. Yeah. I could teach them how to open a business, uh, uh, get their fictitious name, get their EIN. I, I can teach them a lot. But those things won't cause you to go back with God. I'm just honest. And so many people, we hyped up on stuff and things. We hyped up on stuff so others would look up to us and accept us. I heard a lady say one time, he's 50 some years old and haven't accomplished nothing in 50 years. But the scriptures say the poor will always be among us. Where you get that from, sugar put? Went to church every Sunday. Went to church through the week with good friends with the pastor. But you didn't know the poor will always be among us. And if you want the person to have more praise, God, give them more. Stop sitting back talking like you done arrived. You you the stuff. You got something going on. If it had not been for God on your side, you may have been that homeless person. You may have been the prostitute, the pimp. You may have been the alcohol abuser, the drug abuser. Huh? Talk to them now. You could have been the dumb person. But we walk around like we got it and we got it so good and we all that. We just all that. He said our righteousness is as filthy rags. He also told us don't think more of ourselves than we ought to. I don't want to be in no belly and no big fish. It's stinking in there, I'm sure. He done swallowed all kind of stuff down there with me. I don't want to be in the belly of the whale or the big fish. I want to be in the presence of Almighty God. I want to be in his full will. I don't want to be permitted to do some things. I want to be in the perfect will of Almighty God, Jehovah. Again, have all power. There's no higher power. I want to be the head and not the tail. I want to be above and not beneath. I don't want no form, nothing formed against me. I don't want it to prosper. I want to look to the hills from which cometh my help. For all of my help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Now, these are things I want. And every believer should want this. 
We shouldn't want to walk around in us all highfalutin and, you know, we just all that. When some of us stink in God's nostrils because we disobedient. And he said if we was disobedient, we don't belong to him. Now, that's his word. That's not mine. Hold it against if you want to. But I wasn't there when God inspired man to write it. But I truly believe it this morning. Yeah. So let's take a listen to John. Let, let's see what happened in the initial beginning. What caused Jonah to end up in that belly <laughs> of the whale? Because he sure ended up over there. Yeah. Y'all hold on a minute. I got to look for it. Oh, there it is. I put it under the book of Jonah. So let's take a listen to this, and uh, it's just four uh, chapters, and they're short. They're not very long. And then we'll come back and talk about it some more. And anytime you feel led to press that number one and come in and share, it may be something about your 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 big fish belly experience, or you feel like you headed to the big fish, but then God coming, you was able to turn around and go back and, and, and work, and you didn't end up in the belly, but you was right up close, like many were. Yeah. So let's take a listen. The Book of Jonah, Chapter 1. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord, and went down to Joppa. And he found a ship going to Tarshish, so he paid the fare thereof, and went down into it, to go with them unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. But the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea, and there was a mighty tempest in the sea, so that the ship was like to be broken. Then the mariners were afraid, and cried every man unto his God, and cast forth the wares that were in the ship into the sea, to lighten it of them. But Jonah was gone down into the sides of the ship, and he lay, and was fast asleep. So the shipmaster came to him, and said unto him, What meanest thou, O sleeper? Arise, call upon thy God. If so be that God will think upon us, that we perish not. And they said every one to his fellow, Come, and let us cast lots, that we may know for whose cause this evil is upon us. So they cast lots, and the lot fell upon Jonah. Then said they unto him, Tell us, we pray thee, for whose cause this evil is upon us. What is thine occupation? And whence comest thou? What is thy country? And of what people art thou? And he said unto them, I am an Hebrew, and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, which hath made the sea and the dry land. Then were the men exceedingly afraid, and said unto him, Why hast thou done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord, because he had told them. Then said they unto him, What shall we do unto thee, that the sea may be calm unto us? For the sea wrought, and was tempestuous. And he said unto them, Take me up, 
and cast me forth into the sea, so shall the sea be common to you. For I know that for my sake this great tempest is upon you. Nevertheless the men rode hard to bring it to the land, but they could not, for the sea wrought, and was tempestuous against them. Wherefore they cried unto the Lord, and said, We beseech thee, O Lord, we beseech thee, let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not upon us innocent blood, for thou, O Lord, hast done as it pleased thee. So they took up Jonah, and cast him forth into the sea, and the sea ceased from her raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and offered a sacrifice unto the Lord, and made vows. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Jonah 2 Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly, and said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I, and thou heardest my voice. For thou hast cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about, all thy billows and thy waves passed over me. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. The waters compassed me about, even to the soul. The depth closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped about my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came in unto thee, into thine holy temple. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. And the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. Jonah 3. And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go unto Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. So Jonah arose, and went unto Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceeding great city of three days' journey. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey, and he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God, and proclaimed a fast, and put on sackcloth, from the greatest of them even to the least of them. For word came unto the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, and he laid his robe from him, and covered him with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published through Nineveh, by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink water. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth, and cry mightily unto God, Yea, let them turn every one from his evil way, 
and from the violence that is in their hands. Who can tell if God will turn and repent, and turn away from his fierce anger, that we perish not? And God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way. And God repented of the evil that he had said that he would do unto them, and he did it not. Jonah 4 But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was very angry. And he prayed unto the Lord and said, I pray thee, O Lord, was not this my saying when I was yet in my country? Therefore I fled before unto Tarshish, for I knew that thou art a gracious God, and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and repentest thee of the evil. Therefore now, O Lord, take, I beseech thee, my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. Then said the Lord, Doest thou well to be angry? So Jonah went out of the city, and sat on the east side of the city, and there made him a booth, and sat under it in the shadow, till he might see what would become of the city. And the Lord God prepared a gourd, and made it to come up over Jonah, that it might be a shadow over his head, to deliver him from his grief. So Jonah was exceeding glad of the gourd. But God prepared a worm when the morning rose the next day, and it smote the gourd that it withered. And it came to pass, when the sun did arise, that God prepared a vehement east wind. And the sun beat upon the head of Jonah, that he fainted and wished in himself to die, and said, It is better for me to die than to live. And God said to Jonah, Doest thou well to be angry for the God? And he said, I do well to be angry, even unto death. Then said the Lord, Thou hast had pity on the God, for the which thou hast not labored, neither madest it grow, which came up in a night, and perished in a night. And should not I spare Nineveh, that great city, wherein are more than six score thousand persons that cannot discern between their right hand and their left hand, and also much cattle? Hallelujah. Now, did we see that? Look at Jonah just showing out. I mean, Jonah just showing out over here. And he ran over to Nineveh. I mean, ran away from Nineveh and doing what God said he would do because he's looking at the ways of the people and what the people do. And sometimes that be our problem, too. We're so busy judging others, we don't see our own wrongdoing. Now, he didn't see disobedience was going to get him in trouble. He saw he didn't like what the people was doing, and he was going to run. <laughs> and then after God delivered him out of the belly of the whale, he still won a clown. You, you have some people like that. They feel like God owed them or, 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 or he's not going to do anything to them because they telling him how they feel. You didn't hang no stars in the sky. You don't bring a sun out and let it go down in the evening. You don't bring a moon out at night and let it go down in the mornings. You didn't put breath in your own body. How do you have 
the audacity, I would say, to feel so great about yourself and what you want. And many times we do this and many times we judge others. But they taught me this, that, that index finger that's pointing out. When you point it, the thumb is pointing back at you. So now you need to look at you, take self-inventory, and come out of judging others because they don't do what you do or they don't know what you know. I'm praying about that thing today. Help me, Lord, not to judge others because they don't know what I know. They don't. They don't. They haven't had the same experience I've had. I, I, I know you, and 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 they don't quite know you like that yet. Because as long as a person breathing, there's always a chance of getting to know God in the fullness. And I believe, too, that's why he said, lift him up, and he will draw all men unto him. We can't draw nobody. Only God can when we lift him up. You want your family saved? Lift up the name of Jesus. You want your children saved? Lift up the name of Jesus. And don't watch what's happening to them. Never mind what they're going through. You lift them up. Because sometimes God has to take us through some serious testimonies in order for us to get to where we need to be in him. Sometimes somebody had to die so that we can get right. Sometimes you had to go to prison so that you can get right. You had to become divorced so you are no God yourself. It's many things he allowed. He don't do it, but he allow it to go on because what's going to happen through these trials and errors, we're coming to God. Through great trials, we're going to learn to bend them knees. We're going to learn to talk to him when we're driving our cars. We're going to learn to talk to him on the job. We're going to learn not to lean to our own understanding. We'll learn we don't know the outcome of something. If I do this, that's going to happen now. We don't know that. I'm trusting the Lord, and I'm going to take a leap of faith. I'm going to step out in faith, trusting God, not myself. And he told us not to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid of what the bill collector is going to say. I remember listening to a comedian years ago, and he said when the bill collector called him, now you know it was comedy, but he used it. He said when the bill collector called him and said, Mr. So-and-so, when can I um, expect your payment? He said, he told him, you can expect it anytime you get ready, <laughs> but just because you expect it don't mean it'll be there. <laughs> I thought it was so funny, but I chose to use it. Yeah, and the collector got quiet. Yeah. But what we got to do is reach out and touch the Lord. He's passing by every day. We're going to find he's not too busy to hear our hearts cry. He's passing this moment. The knees that we we need a closer walk with him. We need more obedience. We need to bow down to him more. We need to give him more praise, more worship. 
We need to delight ourselves in him. We need to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. We need to keep our mind on him. These are our needs. Yeah, we need the Lord Jesus. And we need you right now. Hallelujah. Yeah. And as often as we think about it, whether you think you did wrong or not, we need to repent. Repent unto God. This life is a busy life. And sometimes we don't realize the things that we've done. Even in taking self-inventory, many times we'll forget some things. And we don't want to head to the belly of the whale, That's not of the big fish. That's not where we want to be. We want to be free. to obey God. You can't obey him in the belly. You got to come out of that. Because nobody's going to the deep in the belly of the world to hear you teach or preach. So you need to be in a position and in a place where they keep you. Lord, you're welcome to this place. Hallelujah. Excuse me. So look, the word of the Lord, it came to Jonah. Yeah, God told Jonah. He told him to arise and go to Nineveh, the great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. Jonah in particular cared for that now because now you're going to bless these people, you're going to forgive them, and you're going to make their life good. They wicked. They done did all kind of stuff against you, God, and this is what you're going to do for them. And I know a lot of people have said it about the pedophiles. The racist, the, the 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 alcohol abuser, the drug abuser, the prostitute, the pimps, every evil thing out there. I know people have talked against it, against them, because they did wicked things. But do you know this morning that's who God can use? The dope boy, the dope girl. Yeah. Back in the day, we called them pushers. And a drug dealer was the one that brought the drugs to town. Or you went and bought the drugs from. But do you know God can use those same people? What? Yeah. Well, if any man be in Christ again this morning, he's a new creature. Old things passed away, and behold, all things have become new. But we have a problem. We like to hang out who's like us. Somebody went fishing and caught us, and God scaled us and cleaned us and got all the muck and jumped out of us. And now that's who we want to hang with, clean fish. We don't want to go fishing and catch fish. When he told us if we'll follow him, he'll make us fishers of men. I know they got us thinking it's all about God giving to us and uh, we can even have a house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. We can have a big bed. We can have big positions in life and be on stage and we starring and uh, we got our audience. I know they, they got it like that, the American dream, all their lives. Listen here. God needs somebody who he can use that's plain and simple, down to earth, been through some things. 
He can use all these kind of people. And usually when he bring these street people to him, or he bring that lion that thief, when, when they get through, when God gets through with them and they get through with God, it's time to go to work. They go to work. If they keep their mind on him and they don't allow the world to pull them up on a pedestal, because as soon as you get up there, you're going to fall because the pedestal is not for God, it's for you. But he told him to go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it. But the wickedness has come up before me. And see, back in the day, when people were seeing God would wink at them. But today, he command everybody to repent. That's the truth. In, in, in verse 3 of Jonah chapter 1, it says, But Jonah rose up, in the, rose up to flee unto Tosh. Do you think you can run? Yeah, you do. I thought I could run. Never be able to outrun God. His eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. And went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tosh. So he paid the fare thereof and went down into it to go with them unto Tarsh from the presence of the Lord. Now he called a ship thinking he was hiding from God. I done did some things thinking I was hiding. No way. Again, his eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. We can't run. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. In verse 4, it says, But the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea, and there was a mighty tempest in the sea, so that the ship was like to be broken. Ooh, that thing was rough. That water was beaten, and oh, he sent it out. Verse 5 says, Then the mariners, you know, the mariners, were afraid, and cried unto, and cried every man unto his God. And cast forth the wares that were in the ship into the sea. They, they started crying to their gods and throwed everything overboard. Now we making the ship lighter. And they did that to lighten it of them. But Jonah was gone down into the sides of the ship. And he lay and was fast asleep. He done went to sleep down there. Think he running from God and then went to sleep. Look at God. Don't tell me he's not gracious, kind, loving, and merciful. Because he knew what he had for Jonah. Huh? He already knew the play. As they say about football, he already knew the play. <laughs> he already, God already had a play in place. So look, verse 6 says, So the shipmaster came to him and said unto him, What meanest thou, O sleeper? Arise, call upon thy God, if so be that thy God will think upon us that we perish not. See, everybody on there was praying and calling on God, their God. Because they knew at this moment, he was the only one who could save them. Anybody ever been in a situation like that? You've been in a severe situation and the only person who could save you was God. Yeah, I can remember in the day, I, I I would be driving too fast, knowing I'm speeding. Soon as I see the blue and red lights come on, I want to pray. Because I know they're going to give me a ticket. 
depending on what was in the car that could have took me to jail. Then I want to pray. But he told me to obey the laws of the land, and I knew better than what I was doing. I knew it was wrong. And many of us have been in some situations where we had to pray. Knew we was wrong, but we begin to pray. Verse 7 says, and they said, every one of his fellows, come and let us cast lots, that we may know for whose cause this evil has come upon us. So they cast lots, and a lot fell upon Jonah. What evil caused this? Who? It's got to be somebody. A, a friend of mine used to say, it's sin in the camp at her house with her children. Oh, wait a minute. Sin in the camp because this, this, and that is going on in here. Uh-uh, we're going to get that out of here. And sometimes we have to look around us and make sure those we're hanging out with, even if it's family, even if it's your children, you done brought Ouija in here? Oh, no, Ouija over here. here. Ouija got to go. You done brought the weed pipe in my house? No, no, not in here. And you can't smoke weed at my house. And if you'll notice, because I, I, I've seen some things, and these people are dwindling down. They lose it. They're not winning. They are in the belly of the big fish and don't even know it because they are allowing disobedience even through their children. You you trying to hold on to the child. No, I let them go. I'm doing all I can to please God and I'm going to let the devil in here. No, ma'am. No, sir. You got to go. Get on out. I'll be praying for you that you give your heart to God. And that you'll get serious with him. And he'll save you, straighten you out, and you welcome back. But until then, not up in here. As for me and mine, up in here, we're going to serve him. If not, you got to go. Plain and simple. Yeah. So in verse 7, and they said, everyone to his fellow, come and let us cast lots that we may know for whose cause this evil is upon us. So they cast lots, and a lot fell on jo- upon Jonah. Verse 8 says, then said they unto him, tell us, we pray thee, for whose cause this evil is upon us, what is thine occupation? And whence cometh thou? What is thy country? And of what people art thou? They had a bunch of stuff to ask him. Because you got to be a fool, Jonah, to run from God. What's wrong with you? Where you come from? What brought this evil? What, what you did to make it be evil. Who who are your people? Because something is definitely wrong here. Verse 9 said, says, and he said unto them, I'm a Hebrew, and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, which has made the sea and the dry land. See, he let them know, I'm a believer, and I believe God. Verse 10 says, then were the men exceedingly afraid and said unto him, Why hast thou done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord because he had told them. See, he told them what he did. They asked him up there. He told me to go to Nineveh and I caught the ship to Tasha and I'm running. And they got 
they got afraid. I, I don't blame you running from God and gonna run to this ship. Uh, get off, bud. I'm not running from God. Me and God got it worked out. You running and gonna come over here to get me destroyed. Off into the water you go. Easily. Yeah. I'm gonna live and not die. So look, eleven says, Then said they unto him, What shall we do unto thee? That the sea may become unto us. He wrought and was temperous. Oh, it was rough stuff. Oh, I know that was bad. The water beating all up against the boat. Uh, you don't know if it's going to turn over or what's going to happen. 12 says, and he said unto them, take me up and cast me forth into the sea. I know y'all heard the song, throw me overboard. I got a hiding place. <laughs> and he was singing about Jonah. So shall the sea be calm unto you. Now, if you cast me into the sea, if you throw me overboard, everything going to get right. You, you, you won't be fearful no more. No more wind, no more white rain, water beating. You won't have that, but you got to throw me out of here. For I know that my sake's great tempest is upon us. Sometimes we know our sins. And we know why we are in that belly of that whale. We know why we're going through the storms in our lives. But we won't go to God for real, for real, and surrender 100%. We know we still committing fornication on the creep. He said, don't let fornication be once named among you. We know we still committing adultery. I'm still sneaking around with that woman's husband or that man's wife. I know I'm still getting lit. I'm getting drunk over here. I know I'm still getting told sleeves. I'm still snorting a little powder every now and then. I might even hit a little crack, a little mess. I know I'm in error with God, and I know better. So the storm is in, the sea is raging. The tempest is high against me because I'm in error with God. I'm disobedient. I know he called me. I know he chose me. But I'm still going to do me and end up in the belly of the whale. And until I make the decision to obey God, I'm going to remain in the belly of the whale. I've seen people talk about the goodness of God. I've seen people explain scripture, and I mean it was to the letter. It was exactly what God meant. But they can't get right. Because they won't 100% surrender to God. There are things they still want to do according to the flesh because they want to please their flesh. But we got to get it all the way right to God and do it now. What he says, wherefore he cried unto the Lord and said, We beseech thee, O Lord, we beseech thee, we begging you, Lord. Let us not perish for this man's life and lay not upon us innocent blood. But thou, O Lord, has done as it pleased thee. Lord, we begging you, don't let the sin in the camp be against me. Please, Lord, I'm begging, don't let it be against me. Don't let the sinner in the house cause me to be destroyed. 
Yeah, that's why I got to put it out. So I won't be destroyed and I'm showing God, no, I'm not going to be partaker. And I'm not going to be an upholder of wrongdoing. Then it says, so they took up Jonah. They took, they took him up top of the ship and cast him forth into the sea. And the sea ceased from her raging. They got that center off of that. <laughs> they got that Jonah running from God off there. 16 said, then the men feared the Lord exceedingly and offered a sacrifice unto the Lord and made vows. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Yeah. Three days and three. Now y'all know what that reminds me of. Jesus was in the grave for three days. Three nights, I'm sure. But on that same day and night, he rose with all power. Death couldn't hold him no longer. So Jonah died there for three days. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord, his God, out of the fish's belly. While he was in the belly, he prayed. And that's what we need to do. While we're being captured, we need to pray. And ask God to deliver us. Lord, I'm willing to obey you. I'm willing to put the bottle down. I'm willing to put the weed down. I'm willing to put that woman down. I'm willing to put that man down. I, I, I'm willing to come to church. I'm willing to do this. So whatever it is he would have you to do. Because I want to be set free from this belly of this big fish. I want out. It's smelly down here. Might be hot or cold in there. And said, this is what he said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord. And he heard me out of the belly of hell. Cried I, and thou heardest my cry. He said, being in that belly of the well was like hell. He was in hell. Oof. Verse 3 says, for thou hadst cast me into the deep. In the midst of the seas and the floods compassed me about. All my billows and all thy billows and thy waves passed over me. Ooh, I bet that was rough stuff right there. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. The waters compassed me about even to the soul. The depth closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped about my head. Uh-uh. And some of us going through it right now, not just in the in the big fish. We outside of the big fish. We got that far yet, but things are happening to us. Losing things are going away. Things are getting worse. We need to seek God. Talk to Him, Lord. What would You have me to do? If he already told you and you're running, you already know what to do. You got to ask for forgiveness, get back on the good foot. Yeah. So look, verse 6 says of chapter 2, I went down to the bottom of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption 
Oh, Lord, my God, he'll do it for you. He just wants us to get right with him. He just wants us to obey him. He made us for his pleasure. Before you entered your mother's womb, he had already chosen you or called you or both. So when he allowed you to know what it is he wants you to do, it pays us best to obey God. Verse 7 says, when my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came unto thee, into thy holy temple. They that observe line their own mercy. But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. Verse 10 says, and the Lord spake unto the fish. And it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. Did you see what he had to do here? He had to go to God. He had to ask him to forgive him. Lord, I'm in a bad place. I've been in some bad places. But you was right there. When I called out to you, you heard me. Some of us been in the club messed up. So drunk, we couldn't get out on our own. Somebody brought us out of there that we didn't even know. But God spared our lives. So sick, up chucking everywhere, but God healed our bodies. Got alcohol poison. All kind of stuff went on. Women that woke up in the wrong bed. Don't know what the man did to them the night before. Men have woke up in some places. They didn't know what had happened to them. Some people lost out because they was human trafficking. Somebody took them all the way out the country. Some were spared, saved, and brought back because they found their way to pray. They found their way to God. Oh, it's so much. But we want to obey God this morning. We'd rather obey God than man. We'd rather obey God than our flesh. Because the flesh can't please God. Only spiritual things and the truth will please God. Yeah. And that's where we got to be. That's where we need to be. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Can't have it no other way. Because he won't accept it no other way. Yeah. So I'm thankful unto the Lord for his word. Hallelujah. We're going to our next request of the morning. I have quite a few today, but I'm going to get to as many as possible. Hallelujah. That's what we want to do. Praise him. Praise him. Mm-hmm. Praise him. Praise him. Somebody pray. Praise him. Jesus. Jesus. 
Can somebody lift your voice and praise him? Share with us. Maybe you was in the belly of the whale at one point, or 
Maybe you thank you in the belly of the well now. You want to request prayer. Whatever it may be this morning, feel free to press that number one and come in today and uh, share with us. Yeah, God is faithful. God is faithful. I'm going to request prayer myself this morning. Yeah, because he is worthy. He is able to see each one of us through. No matter what we are going through, God is able to see us all the way through it. Yeah, and bring us into a good place with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank him. We thank him because there's none like him. And he he does not care about what nobody else thinks about it. If he be for us, he's more than the whole world against us. So he's for us this morning. And no matter what the enemy say against us on the job, uh, our family members, it, it, it does not matter. He's for us. And it's him that's going to bring us out all right every time, over and over and over again. And I'm so thankful he's that kind of guy. So thankful for his love, his grace, and his mercy, because he have all of that in place for us. I have given member days, all I could say was, Lord, have mercy. Yeah, that's all I could say, Lord, have mercy. And guess what? He did just that. He had mercy. Uh-huh. His grace kicked in because his grace is sufficient for us. Yeah, grace kicked in, his mercy, he showed me. How much he loved me? Yeah, because he took care of the problem and took care of it right away. And I'm so thankful unto him that he thought that much of me because he could have left me in the belly of the well. I, I could have been on my way to the belly. And I realized it. And I called upon him and told him what I was willing to go on and accept what he would have me to do. And he turned me around. And I didn't make it to the belly of the wheel that day. Hallelujah. I found out how I could do better. How I could escape. Yeah, the belly of the big fish. And so we're thankful unto him. Hallelujah. So I guess nobody ever been here to the big fish mouth or nobody has ever been in the belly. So we're going to move right along this morning. And we thank God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Ooh, he's a way maker. I tell you, he's a promise keeper, hallelujah. Every one of his promises to us, he keeps. And so we're thankful unto him. We give him glory. We give him honor, and we give him the praise, yeah. But there's none like him. I don't care where we search, you will never find nobody greater than Almighty God, yeah, and he's for us today, in spite of us, yeah, because I, some of us, we know uh, we do wrong, we know we shouldn't be doing this, we should, but yet we're doing it, but he looks beyond us, oh, and he needs a need right now, hallelujah, not only need, but he'll heal our bodies, save our souls, oh yeah, he's that kind of God. Make the enemy back up off of us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, we thank God this morning that he for us. And uh, without him, we can do absolutely. 
leave nothing. And so again and again and again, we are just thankful unto him. Yeah, we're going to pray later uh, for some things and that God will deliver unto us because we need them. Yeah, hallelujah. Let's go with this one, last request uh, of the morning. I think I got them all done for this one, and I want to play this one because I don't want to back up in song request. Yeah, hallelujah.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, Mr. James Cleveland. And I think that was the Chicago Man Choir. But God is my all in all. Hallelujah. He's everything I need him to be in my life. And we pray that he will continue to meet the need in our lives according to his riches and glory by his son, Christ Jesus. He's that kind of God He's able to see us through anything. I don't care what it is. We just need to make sure we are going to him for whatever it is we need. Yeah, I don't care what it is. Let's let him be the God of our lives. Yeah, let's let him run our life because we, we, we can make a mess of our own life. But when we let God lead and guide us and we follow his lead, oh, we're going to be all right. In Jesus' name this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if no one else um, have anything they would like to say today, we get out real early. And uh, we pray that the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you today, Father. We thank you for all that has been said done. Thank you, Lord, that we got to learn from Jonah today, and we can't run from you because your eyes are in every place. And Father, you're beholding the evil and the good. And we ask today as we depart, that God, whatever your will is for our lives, we will accept what you allow. And God, whatever our trials are, we ask that you will strengthen us as we go through our trials. 
Help us today to be your people. Help us not to grumble, not to complain. Help us not to judge. Just help us to walk upright before you. And if we walk upright before you, Father, we'll walk upright before your people. And help us to be a blessing. Teach us how to be cheerful givers and not be concerned. If I give this, I'm not going to have that. Don't let us be those kind of people. But let us give trust in you in the name of Jesus. And, Father, in this holiday season, I ask, Father, that you would bless your people. Bless them in ways they have never been blessed. Let them give this year the gifts that they want to give to others. Father, let it be more than enough food for Christmas dinner. Most of all, help us to remember this is a time of celebration that we set aside to celebrate your son, what you've given to the world. Thank you, Lord, that he didn't put no uh, stipulations on certain people, but he said whosoever. And God, we thank you. We thank you that you drew us because if you don't draw, then we can't come. But Father, we as believers, you drew us. And Lord, we believe today. We believe your word. We believe your will and your ways. But teach us, oh God. Teach us how to come to you. Teach us how to obey you. Teach us what our calling is. Teach us what you chose us to do in this life. That Father, we can get our work done. That when you come back, we are prepared and ready to go with you. We ask this morning in the name of Jesus and for those that have not made a conscious decision to come to you. As we lift you up today, Lord, we ask that you would draw in the name of Jesus. Family members, friends, God, strangers that we've come encountered, Lord, draw today in the name of Jesus. For we know that your word won't return void. And Lord, we're waiting on you. We can't do nothing until you come. But help us to love one another so that the world will know that we are of you. For the love we have one for another. God, again, we ask that you remember Sister Jerry this morning and that you would touch and heal her body in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you honor. And Father, we give you the praise. Sherry, God, today, and Lord, touch and heal her eyes that she see better. And, Lord, make Sherry to see like she used to see, that, God, she can be a blessing to herself and she won't have to deal with strangers, but that, God, you would have healed her and she can do for herself. In the precious name of Jesus, we ask and we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor and praise. And, Father, again, we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another, in Jesus' name. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of all my God upon you today, November the 28th, 2023, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. And we are going to our last song of the morning, and uh, I want to come back after this song, and uh, we pray again the Lord bless us uh, to come back tomorrow morning. I'm going to dedicate this one to Sister Jerry this morning. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.